Good morning, kids. Um, I'm so happy to see your faces, all your faces this morning. Um, I look forward to every Sunday because I get to be with you. Um, like last time, um, can you all come a little closer? Come a little closer. And that way I could even see your faces as well. Um, and so that you could also see the pictures I have for you for today's story. Okay. Um, also, like last time, if you can do this, right, whenever you get excited about the Bible story and want to tell me, yes, I know that story, amen, keep telling it, um, and parents, you can do it as well if you'd like, um, because today's story, um, I'm going to mention a lot of, lot of stories that you already know, so when you hear a name you know, you must please show me amen, okay, all right. So let's begin our story for today. Long ago, God heard the cries of his people in Egypt who were slaves. So God saved Israel and brought them out of Egypt. Okay? The people were on their way to the land that God promised them. You remember the story, right? You remember? Okay. At that time, God told Moses to build something very special called the Ark of the Covenant. This is what it looks like. Ooh, can you see it? Okay. This is not the same kind of ark that Noah built. This was something very different. It wasn't a big, big boat that animals could fit inside. No, this thing called the Ark of the Covenant was much smaller, actually, and was carried by priests. Oops. I have another picture to show you. See that? Okay. The Ark of the Covenant was a very, very special object. It was shaped like a box, like a big treasure chest. It was the most holy object that the Israelites had. It was about as long as, you know, my arms when I stretched them out. And it was made out of wood. And then it was covered with gold. It had four rings made of gold, right? There would be rings here that you could slide the pole into. And the priests would then carry it on their shoulders. You see, the Ark of the Covenant was holy, like God is holy. You weren't supposed to touch it because no one is holy like God. Do you know what was inside the Ark of the Covenant? There were three things. One, there were two tablets, the Ten Commandments. Remember when Moses brought them down? Okay, so the two tablets were in there, and then there was Aaron's budding rod, and then there was a bowl of manna. You see, what the people of God treasured as holy was inside of the ark. What they treasured was the word of God, right? And they treasured the stories and all the things that reminded them of all the times that God saved them, like when he fed them manna in the wilderness when there was no food. 
in all this, God wanted the people to know that God chose them. God chose them as God's people. They belong to God. You see, God made a covenant with the people saying, I will be your God and you will be my people. In other words, God was saying, I am yours and you are mine. That's a beautiful promise. It's not a one-sided love. Both sides make the promise to each other. So you see, the ark not only had inside of it what the people most treasured, but the ark also reminded the people that God was their God and they were God's people. But even more than that, the ark of the covenant carried God's presence. The ark reminded the people that God was with them, that God was not a faraway God who could not be found. No, the ark reminded the people that God was with his people. And so the ark of the covenant went everywhere that God's people went. The ark went with them for 40 years in the wilderness. It went with Joshua and the people when they crossed the Jordan River where the priests were carrying it into the river. And the moment the priest's feet touched the water, the water moved and became dry. Just like when Moses crossed the Red Sea. You all remember that, right? You all remember that? All the Ark of the Covenant also went with Joshua and the people when they marched around the city of Jericho every day for six days. And then on the seventh day, when they marched seven times around the city with seven priests carrying the Ark, as all the people gave a great shout, the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. God was with them. Every step of the way, the presence of God went with them. So you see, the Ark of the Covenant was very treasured. It was very, very holy. It reminded Israel who they were, that they were gods. But you see, something happened. The Ark was stolen. You see, there was a battle between the Israelites and the Philistines. Do you remember the Philistines? I know that you all know a very famous Philistine from the Bible. You remember Goliath? You remember Goliath? He was a giant Philistine that David defeated. Remember with a sling? Can you imagine what it was like to have the Ark of the Covenant stolen? The thing you most value taken away? The most holy and sacred thing you have stolen from you. Can you imagine how sad, how angry, how shocked, how confused you would be? So the Philistines took the ark, but everywhere the Philistines took it, God showed them that the ark of the covenant belonged to the Israelites. You see, what happened was everywhere the Philistines took the ark, really bad things would happen there. So the Philistines realized that they should not keep the ark. They knew it didn't belong to them. So after many months, they decided they wanted to give the ark back to Israel. But even though the Philistines gave it back, King Saul, who was the king of Israel at that time, didn't really care about the ark of the covenant. So the ark sat in some place far away for 20 years. King Saul had no place for it. 
He didn't care to bring it back to the people. You see, this is when the story gets exciting again. You all know the king who becomes king of Israel after Saul, right? You all know? Yeah, David. When David becomes king over Israel, he, dies to, he decides to make Jerusalem, which is a city, into the capital of this kingdom. So while they are all in, inside this capital of his kingdom, King David wanted to make a special place for God to dwell, for God to be. So King David built a special tent. And in that special tent, he was going to put the Ark of the Covenant. King David wanted to make a place for the Ark of the Covenant to bring the Ark of the Covenant back into the heart of Israel, into the city of Jerusalem, to honor God and to bring back the Ark to the people, to remind everyone again that God is with them. So you know what King David did? David got some priests, and they went to that faraway place where the ark was, sitting for so long. And David and the priests brought the ark of the covenant into the city of Jerusalem. Do you think David was happy on that day? Do you think David thought, oh, it's just an ordinary day? Or do you think he got all dressed up in special clothes and decided to celebrate? So let's read what 2 Samuel 6, 14 to 15 says about how David felt when the ark was being brought into Jerusalem. David was wearing a sacred linen apron. He danced in front of the Lord with all his might. He did it while he was bringing up the ark of the Lord. The whole community of Israel helped him bring it up. They shouted. They blew trumpets. Okay. Today is Palm Sunday. Do you remember uh, Palm Sunday? Yeah? Look what I have. Do you remember this? Every Palm Sunday, we make this together. Okay? Um, when David came... Oh, before I tell you about that, when David came back uh, with the Ark of the Covenant, the reason why everybody was celebrating is because they knew what they were celebrating. They were celebrating the presence of God entering into the city of Jerusalem. They knew that God was with them, and nothing could stop them from celebrating God's covenant with them. But you see, many hundred years later, Jesus will enter into the city of Jerusalem too. Unlike the Ark of the Covenant that only brought the presence of God, Jesus, who is God with us, entered the city of Jerusalem. Do you remember? He was riding on a colt. So today is Palm Sunday. And when we made these every year, we would march into the adult service announcing, Jesus! coming into Jerusalem. You must remember that from the very beginning, Jesus always was trying to get to Jerusalem. His goal was always to get to Jerusalem because when Jesus finally gets to Jerusalem, he will show everyone 
just how much he loves the world. That includes you, each one of you kids, yay! And me, yay! And your families, yay! And people you don't even know, yay! So my question to you is, how should we celebrate this day that Jesus comes into Jerusalem? Is it just an ordinary day? Or is it a special day? How will we, in the presence of God, thank God, show how much this day means to us? So that is my question for you today. Today's Palm Sunday. Should we get excited? So let's pray. Can you open them? Shut them? We lift our voice to sing. Open them. Shut them. To Jesus Christ, our King. Open them. Shut them. Give your hands a clap. And open them. Shut them. Now fold them in your laps. Let's pray. Dear God, like King David, we want to dance and shout and worship in front of you and in front of everyone. We want the whole world to know that you are a treasure. We are so blessed that you have made a covenant with us, that you will be our God and we will be your people. We can't believe how blessed we are that you should love us so much. On this Palm Sunday, we shout for joy at your coming to save us. We are so thankful that we, Jesus enters Jerusalem. He came to be with us forever. In Christ, amen.